हर्षवर्धन थैंक यू सो मच फॉर ज्वाइनिंग ऑफ सिनेमा वेरी हैप्पी टू बी डूइंग दिस हाँ यार मतलब बहुत टाइम से हम लोग बात कर रहे हैं वेरी वेरी वॉन्ट टू हैव यू पर आई कैंड टुक माई टाइम थोड़ा मैं आई वॉज जस्ट फिगरिंग सम थिंग्स आउट लाइक नाउ इज द टाइम वी नीड टू डू दिस and we've always spoken spoken about film so much for a long time for yeah. so many years yeah yeah and uh, and you are such a big cinephile yourself and um you recommend films you have recommended films on your uh, page page on instagram as well yeah, yeah. on the, in covid you were doing that right yeah yeah in covid I, i was doing that for a bit yeah, yeah. and uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you about films and about the work that you are doing and i've always told you i've admired your work so much thank you and uh, and you know i'm always looking forward to whatever you're doing thank you i've thank loved you. Every film that you have done, uh, especially Bhavesh Joshi, like, मतलब yeah. Bhavesh Joshi तो film में ऐसी बन चुकी है, Instagram पे उसका अलग ही cult बन चुका है. Yeah, yeah. I, I tagged you in that meme अभी recently. I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. It's, it generally has that fandom. It's mad, uh, yeah. Like it's it's crazy, and of course, like I loved Spotlight so much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Thar तो मतलब फिर I've told you. Written about it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining no, me. No, you're most welcome. I don't really like doing interviews. Too yeah. many interviews normally. I know. because uh, i mean I, i actually have no problem i love talking about cinema hmm. you know i love talking about movies but i find most of the mainstream media isn't really hmm. um interested in movies yeah they're really interested in um all the other stuff when you put out something through social media you're completely in control of what you're kind of putting out there but obviously when you do it decide to do an interview with somebody from a publication yeah there is a a a lot of it that can be kind of interpreted in a slightly different way than you intended on yeah. it kind of coming out or then we are living in a time today where even if you say the most simplistic thing hmm. um which is something that you believe in or from your perspective it can be taken by a certain section of people and just hmm. they show you then in in a negative light yeah and we're living in an over very very sensitive time So hmm. my whole thing is is I'd rather just keep quiet hmm. and quietly do my films and let people say whatever they want. Yeah. And then just kind of do the work, you know. Yeah. Um which is a little I mean I I wouldn't say sad is a bit of an extreme word but yeah, it's nice to kind of be able to talk about what you love. So in this case, I'm happy to do it because I trust the uh the page. <laughs> I trust what it stands for. Yeah. you know so i know i know that uh, there's no kind of ulterior motive ha huh, okay. if you will so so which is yeah. why as soon as you messaged me i responded and you know no yeah thank you then, so much yeah, and matlab mera na matlab one of the reasons why i wanted to do this podcast uh, is because meko to matlab bahut zyada is cheez ke bare mein hamesha se feel hota hai ki matlab i feel like we pay and this is not just in india this is also in hollywood like i feel like we pay too much attention to the personal lives yeah of actors matlab what do you feel about that matlab do you feel that an actor's personal life is something ki matlab agar ek insaan actor ban raha hai to fir usko ready rehna chahiye us cheez ke liye ki uski personal life is going to be discussed as widely and ki matlab jaise mere ko to ye lagta hai ki bilkul like there is no reason to get into the personal lives of the actors at all where where do you stand on that so i am actually quite frustrated by it see the thing is that i grew up before a little bit before the whole in, like the social media whole thing kind yeah. of went crazy you know so my whole upbringing or at least the ideas that i grasped when i was younger is if you do good work hmm. and if you do courageous work yeah. with integrity you will be talked about for the right reasons hmm. or whatever you know 
but now it's almost become a circus out there yeah. you know where nobody really cares actually how much do they really care about the work you know what i mean i mean it's it's yeah. it's really more about you know who your girlfriend is or like where you eat and all of that you know and yeah. and, and like who you hang out with and the thing is and i i'm obviously not that kind of person like i'm not very kind of uh, i i don't prioritize those things i can't live hmm. my entire life as this fabricated hmm. thing you know just to kind of be in the limelight yeah but that's what leads to brands that's what leads to yeah, uh, yeah. to uh, to digital associations that that's what leads to social media numbers and then in turn that's what leads to studios wanting to cast somebody in in a lot of uh, Yeah, so yeah. it's all interconnected it's become yeah. like this whole uh, thing hmm. and i kind of see myself as somebody that's just somehow trying to uh just do my own thing in, in the midst of hmm. in the midst of this maybe a little old school kind of in that in that in that way if you hmm lekin are you ever tempted to uh to you know like do the pr shenanigans and get into Uh, I don't see like the dirty work, but uh, sometimes yeah. it it honestly feels very dirty to me. Yeah, sometimes. Well, the you know, I think that some work. people are very good at it. On like they 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 naturally kind of good at it. Well, they go. One thing you know, one thing you know, okay. I mean, you're going to like a cafe or a pub and somebody happens to yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. So that, one is that like, but also at the same time, there's also a lot of like actually dirty stuff that happens, right? Where people get articles written and all of that. Yeah. I mean I I actually I'm a very kind of laid back non-judgmental kind of guy. So I believe that if 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 something comes to you naturally and it's kind of making you happy and mm. it's it's aligning with your overall goals mm. as to how you see yourself mm. or how you want the world to kind of see you that's okay. Yeah. My my problem is for me personally and this is this is just a very personal thing. Yeah. It doesn't come to me naturally. Yeah yeah. you know i know exactly so, what so so i struggle a little bit hmm. what is disappointing is that i f- i wish i wish that um, the mainstream media were more interested in talking and really analyzing somebody's work hmm. seeing the potential in somebody's work and celebrating it hmm. because then what would happen is that would set the precedent for people that are going to come after me okay yeah. now for example if i've done bhavesh joshi or ak versus ak or spotlight hmm. or thar back to back to back that is not seen as an achievement let's be very honest in yeah. in, in terms of the in larger the, in the mainstream media for sure in terms of the macro thing yeah yeah so i'm in a bit of a twilight zone where there's a certain section of people that are like really happy and very excited about what i've done and what is to come hmm. okay but then there's a whole other section of people that just think i'm wasting my time So I have to live with both parties, right? Hmm. I have to every like I have to uh I'm existing within all of this kind of happening around me. Yeah. So what I what I wish is that the mainstream media and the and parts of the industry or the trade or whatever, hmm. especially with now the the largeness of OTT, hmm. really uh um watch the work. Hmm. Try to kind of um see the intention behind the work um and then the work itself and then kind of create an aura around people that are also trying to kind of really do it because they love movies yeah you know not just about how many clicks and likes and views and you know hmm. i mean because if you're setting that precedent then what you're telling all the young actors and artists that are going to come after is that 
look at what he did yeah it was good but nobody cares and you have to do this if you want you know what i'm that's what you're yeah, yeah. and so then it becomes a vicious cycle of just the constant repetition of the same nonsense yeah uh, and then uh, you know there's very less room left for originality yeah which is frightening actually and then the same people who wrote these things complain that actors don't take risks yeah so it's just a loop yeah. basically that it, you know that you're stuck yeah. in like a like a sci-fi film <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. a science fiction film yeah yeah you're right you're right like almost so, like a the a groundhog day yeah of, uh, it's a catch 22 basically yeah yeah, yeah. Do you feel like, um, like maybe doing like a balance where you sometimes, you know, how like a lot of actors did uh, when they were doing like parallel films, yeah. But at the same time, some of them were also doing like mainstream films. Do you ever feel like doing that, where you keep doing these, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you maybe see the thing is for me, I actually think that a lot, like a couple of the films that I've done are quite mainstream. Like yeah. I think Bhavish Joshi is a, a mainstream film. Yeah. I think uh, पर वही है ना तो इंडिया की ऑडियंस इतनी ज्यादा बड़ी है ना मेरे को लगता है कि ये तो एक ऐसी चीज है जो कि हर फिल्म मेकर हर एक्टर पूरे टाइम फिगर आउट ही करता रहता है कि मतलब व्हाट इज मेन स्ट्रीम फॉर इंडिया व्हाट इज नॉट आई थिंक देर आर मेनी इंडियाज विद इन इंडिया सो मेनी काइंड ऑफ डेमोग्राफिक्स देर सो मेनी कल्चर्स लैंग्वेजेस क्यूजीन्स It's very hard to reach everybody with one piece of work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think comparatively, like I, when I say mainstream, I think Bhavesh Joshi is entertaining. I think it has relatable characters. Right. I think it has action set pieces. I think Thar is I mean besides the violence quite an accessible film. It's a very simplistic film about this guy in this town, you know what yeah. I mean? It's got yeah. famous actors like Anil Kapoor and Satish Kaushik and Fatima's done a film like Dangal, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's over in 1 hour 45 minutes. It's uh, hmm. it's very simple. It's not very abstract in that sense. You're right, you're right. Maybe yeah. what's niche about it is the pace. if you will because yeah. it kind of has that very moody kind of tempo correct and the fact that you don't really know what the protagonist motivation is until that until that's what yeah. makes it slightly off kilter but yeah. what i view as art house films are like like i think labor of love by the tipikram sengupta is an art house film i think i think ship of theseus is an independent art house kind of film yeah i think uh, um Yeah I mean I I I think that uh, you know some of that kind of stuff is like a little more mm. kind of like 100% avant-garde if you will but yeah. I don't think Bhavesh Joshi and I think Bhavesh Joshi and Thara mainstream uh, are called art house films in Bollywood because you're comparing it to the typical yeah uh, Hindi film format films yeah and, actually me koi aur bhi lagta hai ki for example in Thar in yeah. a film like Thar matlab yeah. or you know you you pick up any of the for example if I mean, no country for old men is very clearly like an influence or an yeah. inspiration for Thar, and you see any of these films, they are less about the plot and more about the characters and the, and the themes. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Themes more than anything, right? Like in Thar, ये suspense नहीं था कि मतलब ये बंदा क्यों कर रहा है ये सब. मतलब you can get a sense, sense of कि exactly. मतलब you know कि मतलब कुछ ना कुछ बहुत गलत हुआ होगा and mostly like you know it happens when somebody Close that they know is killed yeah, etc. Yeah. So that's not the suspense in India. The, one of the things that I feel is that people expect. Like a big plot twist. Yeah. अगर वो नहीं है ना अगर लोग like shock नहीं हो रहे और उनको कुछ नया नहीं मिल रहा तब तक so but I feel like like that is I feel like a conversation that still needs to happen where people need to understand it's not just about the plot plot but also about the themes the characters. Exactly. Like if you if you like Thar is not the plot is very simplistic. Yeah. It's, it's really about the journey of how you arrive at that point. Yeah. 
it's about uh, uh, this the world that we kind of created the ambiance it's a mood yeah. piece you know yeah. and and i mean for me as a cinephile or as somebody that loves films i watch certain films not really for plot but just because of how they're treated and because i'm intrigued by certain characters you yeah. know nicholas winding refn films for me personally were a very big uh, kind of source yeah, of inspiration hmm. uh, in terms of uh, the pitching of that of that film and my character in that in that kind of film mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah stoic. the stoic kind of so yeah. he's an outsider that's coming into this village yeah. uh, and he kind of has this secret uh, yeah. you know and he's this mysterious guy and so i think it kind of made sense to approach it in that sense where he is kind of a bit withdrawn and stoic but the people around him are emoting and behaving as kind of normal hmm. uh, you know are slightly more heightened uh, as you would kind of normally associate with yeah. uh, and i think that that approach kind of really worked you know and the thing with with being kind of stoic and and that approach to performances uh, well, you have to be very concentrated and silent characters have thoughts just like any other character yeah. it's just that they are not able to or they're choosing not to share those thoughts but yeah. you as an actor are still kind of thinking those thoughts and hoping yeah. that your attachment to those thoughts is real enough for it to kind of show in your eyes and show in your body language and kind of then emit yeah. that make magnetism and intensity yeah but i know very very before doing it that it's the kind of performance that can polarize people people can be like it's very flat and it's very one note but people that really yeah, like yeah. that kind of performance are, are and intrigued by it are yeah. uh, like spotlight or ak versus ak is a much more uh, affable Uh, easily likable even bhavesh joshi for that matter is uh, uh, it's very easy to kind of like those performances yeah i feel like there was still some stoicism in bhavesh in bhavesh well. yeah but yeah. ray and spotlight are, yeah, yeah. are playing to the galleries in a in a more kind of uh, eccentric kind Loud of world characters yeah yeah so i've done both in yeah. that in that sense but uh, but yeah i mean if you're talking about mainstream th- thrillers in in bollywood you know you associate uh, you know some of the abbas Abbas Mastan films or Sanjay Gupta uh, Sanjay Gupta films or even like a Thursday for example it has that big twist right you know yeah. so so that's what that's where people feel like they get their money's worth in that in that sense yeah yeah or maybe maybe something like ugly where but but again like ugly even in its time it wasn't really mainstream like a successful film yeah right i mean now it like these films are finding an audience sure. but going back to how your love for film started mm. uh when did you were you always a filmmaker kid were you watching films as a kid as well and uh, two what are three of the most influential films of your life so um i i remember basically when i used to go to school uh, i i went to aryavidya mandir in juhu we would have i think 8:30 am to 3 3:30 pm school and then i would come home it was very kind of close to where i lived um and my first thing was to kind of eat lunch and watch a film So my oh. father used to first collect VHS tapes hmm. then it became laser discs and then when I was old enough about 12 or 13 I started collecting DVDs hmm. uh so my exposure to both indian and western films happened from a very kind of young age hmm. and i think it's not only about access because i think a lot of people have access but they still choose not to kind of indulge in that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. but for me it always kind of intrigued me and and kind of stimulated me i think i would say uh Okay, let, let me guess one let me guess one yeah sure somewhere somewhere yeah somewhere right? somewhere is one of the most uh, i think something from sofia coppola so so you could pick somewhere is very personal very close to me i really like requiem for a dream because obviously aronofsky at the time in terms of his craft yeah. what he was doing with like those hip hop montages quick cuts yeah, yeah you know very like a, a distinctive sound design there was a lot of filmmaking ingenuity in that film exactly yeah, yeah. so the for the craft of it which yeah. kind of even though it was so disturbing especially yeah. when one is so young you kept going back to it because when did you, you watch it 
I was about 13 I think. <laughs> yeah. I was about <laughs> not not two, the 2001 or 2 or something it came out, right? Yeah. Right? So early I, 2000s. Early yeah. 2000s. So I was You saw it when it came out? I saw it about a year after it came out. Yeah. Okay. I saw it on DVD as soon as it came out on DVD I saw it. So so yeah, so I've been watching these films since then, you know, hmm. and then it's been 20 years now. So, hmm. you know, uh, so I think Requiem because of its craft Hmm. because you hadn't really experienced anything like it yeah. um and then as i kind of grew up sofia coppola hmm. sofia coppola for i think there is a lot of similarities in terms of you know she's grown up also to a influential father that's kind of been in the movies for a very long time yeah she's traveled with him a lot like i have both you know stayed in hotels a lot while yeah. parents kind of shot films and yeah there's also a little bit of that growing up kind of in from in in privilege Uh, yeah. and then kind of looking at the world through that kind of gaze hmm and if you if you watch sofia coppola's films whether it's lost in translation or somewhere they're kind of the characters are kind of a bit they are well to do but their conflicts are are kind of more internal and uh, you know hard very universal very but still very universal at the yes. same time um and aesthetically she has unbelievable taste and that's a very big thing for me um uh, so i would say something by aronofsky something by sofia and hmm. um I think also like Gus Van Sant when I was like watching yeah. Elephant and stuff I really like the fly on the wall kind of uh, right. approach when done correctly. Yeah yeah. Uh you know um I really like I'm a big I'm big on atmospherics. Hmm. So even if you see like some of the the films that I pick when I read them on the page I'm like you know this film it has a really specific mood to it. Hmm. And I'm very drawn to this mood. Hmm. Like Bhavesh Joshi in the second half has a very kind of this grim kind of graphic yeah, novel which is very high on aesthetics also yeah it is it is i think um, all of modwani's films for that matter yeah and like i think with with bhavesh it also it's like it's graphic novelly it it also is a love letter to the city yeah. but it's also kind of like a bit chinatown yeah uh, uh, and you know it's also a bit batman and i, I like all, with like udan for example it's 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 set in an industrial town it's very raw yeah, yeah. and so when i read bhavesh and i'd seen obviously vikram's work i was like this is a really great combination because it still yeah. got the humanness uh, yeah. and the the sincerity of a film like udan but in terms of its craft and scale it he we really have the potential to he has the potential to knock it out of the park and he did Yeah. You know, so that's kind of and when I read Thar I'm like wow, I've never really read anything that reads like a graphic novel. I mean like it really reads like a book. When you yeah. read the script, it's like pages of just description of the desert and the landscape and the decaying faces of the locals and hmm. you know then there's this quiet tall, you know, urban mystery city guy huh. and then he's doing these horrible things to these people. So I was very intrigued by that setup. Um so those are the things that kind of draw me in. With Spotlight is the only film that I did I I didn't read the script. Hmm. I said yes to the film without reading the script because when Vasan called hmm. I said I just I just have to do it, you know. Hmm. Um he I knew Vasan would never call unless he knew that I could could pull it, pull off. it off yeah. And hmm. then I obviously read the script then I realized okay this is quite challenging as it's in an enclosed space it mostly takes place in a hotel hmm. um and you know it's basically Vikram Arora's character largely through that one up just doing random things in that space but with vasan's kind of sensibilities he somehow kind of made it all cohesively work as as mm. one yeah so sometimes uh, i i'm very aware that it's a director's medium you know so i chase really good filmmakers hmm and uh, then i kind of just submit um hmm. and and that's kind of yeah so. you have filmmaking aspirations as well right yeah you know so i i 
I think producing Thar was a big one for me. It, uh, right. Which is why it's the film that I'm most proud of because obviously you kind of go through a journey where people are just saying no, no, you can't yeah. or like it's not possible or or who's going to watch? What was not possible? What was it? Not possible means again it's not cheap, you know. It's not like if you see any of my films, whether it's Mirza or Bhavesh or Thar, they're all sizable except Spotlight. I think yeah. that's the only sub five crore, very very reasonable film maybe. But the rest of them are not like, like um, they needed like Tithli or Labor of Love. They're not very. Right. They're still they're ambitious in in terms of uh, in in terms of. I saw them as films that can break into the mainstream, right? Yeah. Because I'm not interested in like I want to make what I want to make, but I want the whole world to see it also. Right. Like that's the ultimate goal, right? Like of course. And I think okay. it's completely possible. I think we need to get out of these mental presets that just because you're making something that's slightly unconventional, 100%, that is not going to. It's just a matter of time. That's how like you know. things have always happened. I mean, you know, for for its time, Gangs of Vasipur was yeah. a very unconventional film. But now every film is like Gangs of Vasipur. Yeah, that's Gangs of Vasipur at that time did about thirty crores at the at the yeah. box office, which at that time nobody expected. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, it's possible, you know. And uh, I'm not saying that you know I want to do some. Off kilter film that's going to do 150 crores. I'm not unrealistic. Of course, of course. But even if it works in the metro multiplexes of the five or six big cities yeah. and goes a little further beyond, you can do 40, 50, 60 crores. You hmm. know, and that's a lot. That's a lot of viewership. Hmm. And then that enables you as an actor to greenlight more of these kinds of movies. Hmm. You know, so. But filmmaking aspirations. Filmmaking aspirations. So I'm very happy producing right now. Okay. And acting. Um, but eventually, of course, I do want to write and direct. You do, uh, but it will definitely be something very personal. It it will have to be something that I've written on my own. Otherwise, I don't see the uh, point in it. Right. Um, so it, and it will probably be set in a world. You studied that, filmmaking, right? Yeah, I studied. I studied screenwriting for four years. Okay. And I studied acting in that program. Hmm. Um, that all they also have a bit of visual storytelling, but I never studied like film direction. Got it. But if I do something, it it would have to be um, something that's very personal to me and set in a world that I know. Hmm. At least to 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 kind of start, you know. So let's hmm. see. Maybe later. So when you uh, decided that you wanted to study screenwriting, yeah, did did you feel like at that point you were more interested in writing than acting, and did you make the choice of shifting to acting later? You know, I mean, I I kind of always like any young guy that liked films, or we all like when we we're a teenager and you like films, you're like, oh, you know, I have a cool idea, you know, like I would like to, yeah, imaginative mind. Of so course. I'm like, I just I don't want to be one of those people that has an idea but has no idea how to really. Formulate that into like a three-act structure, like an actual script. Yeah. So I'm like, why don't I actually go get a proper formal education in how one takes a idea, hmm. which may be four lines, hmm. and what is the process of that until like a final draft. Correct. And I thought that that was very insightful, you hmm. know. And um, um, I actually do feel like like or like or organically writing really is something that kind of came to me. Um. Hmm. Um. But yeah, then of course, then obviously I did kind of acting within that program, and I really liked it. Hmm. I always kind of felt just very comfortable in front of the camera, yeah. um, and I just felt like it was really something that I I wanted to do, you know. And uh, I don't really think that I see myself as only an actor or only as a producer. I just see my myself as somebody that loves films. I'm happen I happen to be acting now. I also hmm. happen to be producing now. Hmm. And I would like to do the other other things as well. I'd like to write and direct as well. So I want to do it kind of all. I like kind of be like a jack of all trades. Okay, what for you is the the greatest acting moment that you've seen on screen? You know, when I I always kind of go back to uh, 
to Brando in a streetcar named Desire and um, Pacino in The Godfather hmm. just because I really like the masculinity and the intensity of those performances hmm. um, I also really like how efficient like what Pacino did is there's so much intensity and there's so much gravitas but it's really it's, it's so internalized but it's very effective and it takes a very secure actor that really um, knows that he's able to kind of have that kind of command hmm. uh, you know which is which is there's something very intoxicating about that hmm. and you kind of see that refined with Nicholas Winding Refn with what he does with his alpha male hyper masculine characters in Drive and Only God Forgives and Too Old to Die Young hmm. there's something I think really intoxicating about having less words hmm. but just having a lot of kind of internal monologue for each moment hmm. and just kind of really focusing and concentrating and breathing and like really thinking those thoughts and then using your kind of eyes and your facial presence and the way that you're kind of lit and shot to really kind of create a, a mood and, and like a feeling of this character. Yeah. Um, like and I've done the slaps, like I've done like a very verbose monologue in AK versus AK. You know, which is like hyper kind of physical. Yeah. And like it's like stand-up comedy. But I and I think that people love that. Hmm. But I find it very satisfying hmm. to just be able to kind of hold your own and say a lot without saying much which is why i'm very proud of my like work in thar obviously like you rewatch it and a couple of things you wish you could kind of go back and reshoot right which is not possible but there's some moments in there where i'm like that's it's not easy you know and i think if you're an actor you know you know you know Correct. like uh, rajkumar rao messaged me after watching thar and he said that you know the work that you did i could really see in your in your face and your eyes and your body language you know so he really got it i obviously from the industry got a lot of messages after ak versus ak bhavesh and spotlight like i said because they are more um mm. tangible in in that right. sense one can see he's acting you know what i mean like it, it's yeah, performative yeah. absolutely but when something is non performative and yeah. you choose as an actor to take the performance out of it i think it's very exciting it's also very dangerous you know because people mm. can just be like he's not but um yeah i think that that's, that's really, so i think pacino uh i think brando just he's just the best i think you know yeah yeah uh just the 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 sexuality the masculinity the intensity um um but still the control over the craft you know just the efficiency mm. knows exactly what he's doing uh but he it kind of still feels very free form you know yeah um and that's what i mean i think that's what for, for me that's what being a movie star is so that's but the it, idea of being a movie star right hmm. it's 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 about working with the best directors like coppola scorsese all those guys hmm. uh you know being a bit mysterious kind of having your own kind of life where you have other interests hmm. not not like necessarily like being like an entertainer yeah which is i think in india more the idea of a movie star yeah. is oh he's so affable he's so entertaining hmm. he's the life of the party you know that's not really my idea of uh of somebody that's captivating hmm. you know that's personally me I'm, i'm that it requires a lot of talent to be able to do that of course of course tremendous amount Much of like talent. different kind of talent exactly yeah. you know so you used to have you know your uh, uh, your actors back in old school hollywood that could do it all yeah. and i think that comes more from that era of filmmaking which right. is something that we associate with in india more as kind of stardom or yeah. how a star should behave so you know? are you are quite attracted to stardom yourself Yeah but I I I mean 
I the thing is it's all about priorities. So if I sit here and say that I don't like stardom, I would be lying to you. Hmm. And I don't you know I don't do that. So, but what is my priority? Can I would I sacrifice what I believe in to achieve stardom quickly? Absolutely not. Hmm. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. They see me as somebody that's not fulfilled my potential in terms of if you're looking at it from a mainstream commercial point of view is that, oh, you know, Anil Kapoor's son, it would have been so easy. But what what then? I'm saying if I went out and did something I didn't believe in hmm. and I did 40 and 50 crores, then hmm. what? I'm expected to do the same thing again, right? Yeah. And again, and again, and again. Until I do experiment and I fail and they're like, why is he doing this? He should go back to that. Which is what you see with a lot of the mainstream actors. Yeah. They, they do something that makes money. And then, yeah. they, and then they try and do something different and doesn't do as much money and then people are like but you know it didn't quite like I'm like dude that's not you, everything is not supposed to be then you're constantly just at service of trends yeah. and, and what's current yeah. you know which is you can't live your life like that at least in my yeah. so I'm willing to sacrifice um, you know at least initial stardom I'm willing to sacrifice being in the spotlight I'm willing to sacrifice not having loads of followers I'm willing to kind of uh, do that in order to be able to consistently pursue interesting work because hmm. I think when I'm done or yeah. like even five years from now you're going to look back at my filmography and it's really going to be yeah. something you, you won't be able to compare it to anybody yeah. uh, and you'll be just be like I can't believe that <laughs> that actually happened yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the and I think that's a lot more exciting right because if you keep doing that if you keep doing what you believe in, you keep trying to be your authentic self and express your taste and then something also goes a little wider, then it, you create your own kind of legacy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's what I'm, that's the larger goal. So people think I'm, I'm not ambitious, but I'm actually more ambitious than all of them actually. Makes you know, sense. In that, in that Matlab, sense your ambition is completely novel and it's completely different. Yeah. You're taking a completely new approach Absolutely. To, to doing the same thing, but in a very different way. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about your favorite scene later. But I also want to know from India, because um, all the films that you've spoken about also, mostly spoken about like Hollywood films, which are some films from films from India Lots, that have uh, influenced you or yeah. performances that you've really liked a lot. So, um, I think uh, Rangde Basanti and Delhi 6. Okay. Uh, Udan, uh, Lutera. Um, Bhavish, of course, I know here, but any all of Vikram's work. Yeah. Uh, I would say um, then. Uh, Titli, you were saying. Uh, yeah, Kannu's work. Yeah. Titli as well. I really, really loved the the rawness of mm. it. Uh, Aditya Vikram Sen Gupta's work, Labor of Love, in my opinion, is one of the best Indian films I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Absolutely. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Ship of Theseus, Tumbard, and. Um, um, so yeah, so I really like otters. Like I like the whole hmm. ottery kind of approach. Um, and the older films? Older films. While growing up, were you watching a lot of Hindi films or not? Yeah, I was. But I was watching everything. So I've seen okay. everything. I've seen okay. all the mainstream stuff. I've seen all the... So I grew up watching the same kind of stuff. Um, I've also... Like I really like uh, uh, some of my... Uh, like I love Parinda by Viduvino Chopra. I, yeah. like, I like Nayak. I like Pukar. Hmm. When it comes to my dad's... Um, older films, right. um, um, you know. So I like I love Ramu's old films, uh, Satya Company, hmm. uh, Bhut. Uh, hmm. So that's the kind of stuff that I kind of I kind of grew up on. Do so like, do you like Welcome? You know, <laughs> you know. Actually, the thing is, uh, it's not my kind of film, but I can see oh, why. Do you not find Welcome funny? You know, that's not really my kind of kind of what uh, makes not me kind of, laugh not yeah, your kind of humor yeah not my kind of but humor maybe if you ever watch a scene it doesn't make you laugh no you know not uh, but I love Delhi Valley 
Delhi, Delhi Belly is one of my favorite. So like for me, comedy has to be a little more situational and right. a little more. Because the thing yeah. is, I'll tell you what, for me, as soon as you suspend me from reality, I don't like larger than life so much. Got it. That's my problem. I, I, I can't, I just can't get myself to uh, hmm. do the whole. And it's not just Bollywood, even like I don't like the Marvel Someone films can, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just can't do it. You know, I, yeah. I just I can't do it. Or maybe the Adam Sandler comedies. You know, but I'll tell you, I love old school Hollywood mainstream. So I love like the old Ashton Kutcher films. I love the old Tom Hanks Achha. films. Right. I love the o- early Josh Hartnett films. Like I love 40 Days and 40 Nights. Right. I love When Harry Met Sally. Uh, um, hmm. I love like romantic comedies, but well-written romantic comedies. You yeah. know, uh, what Hollywood was doing so well in the late 90s and early 2000s and kind of has seemed to has hmm. abandoned almost. Yeah. Uh, that was just the golden era for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing is, I'm actually quite mainstream in that sense. Hmm. Is like, if they made those films in India, I would be that guy. I actually think that my strength is like doing romantic comedies. Re- honestly. Really? Yeah. So why don't but, you... No, because I just, you don't find that kind of material. Like right. our, our, our comedies and hmm. our romance is not, like it's, it's like, like it's it's yeah, more. Yeah, that's the India, mein, for example, what do you think about a film like Hamtum, for example? I, la- I, I love Hamtum. I really love. I re- so uh, the Kunal Kohli and Siddharth Anand films and the yeah. the wire films of that time. I I prefer Hamtum to Salam Namaste. Huh. But I really enjoyed Hamtum at that time. It's yeah. largely conversational. Yeah. Uh, of course, the thing is with the way that the music is done, it does kind of disconnect you a little bit because that is kind hmm. of the time that it was kind of made in. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be done exactly like that today. You yeah. could just do a refined version of it that's kind of truer to these yeah. today's times. Yeah, you know, I think eventually for a film like Hamtum, if it's made in today's time and in probably the way that you want, I think it would eventually come down to that there is a specific audience for it. Yeah. It would probably not be seen by everyone. But but you but know what the thing is, and I, I talk to my friends about this a lot, in the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, Bollywood would make a lot of urban romantic comedies. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Because it was escapism for the masses. Yeah. But lately it's become very small town. It's become a small, small town rooted kind of romance. Yeah, absolutely. We also speak about this a lot. Because uh, that's where the commercial, that's where the numbers are, because that's where yeah. the theatre going audience is. Yeah. So the producers are trying to cater to that. And I don't fit that world as much as I would, like, like I think in an urban romantic comedy, I, sh- I would be one of the first names on who you think about, you know, because I, I live in, I've grown up in that world. Yeah. I have such a good understanding of that world. I, mm. you know, so, but those films aren't made as much anymore because producers feel like the audiences are, are not as, as big. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I'm sure there are some good scripts out there. So I'm, I'm, uh, I wanted to do this one film that didn't get off the ground, but uh, I'm, I'm actually talking to Kabir Mehta, who did Buddha.MOV, mm-hmm. uh, and he directed oh, yes. the episodes of Class. So oh, Kabir yeah. is basically a documentary filmmaker. Yes, he, yes, I know. He also directed the episodes of Class for Osho. Yes, yes. Uh, I really like his work. I love Buddha.MOV. Do you like Class? I like Class. I yeah. really like Class. Um, so, um, so Kabir and I are talking about doing something comedic, hmm. but it's not... I wouldn't say it's a typical rom-com, hmm. but it's got elements of a lot of comedy in it. So, so Kabir, see, then Kabir is somebody that's light-hearted in a way, but really understands the male psyche, and we also share the same sensibility. So, so yeah. Okay. So, uh, this one time when you and I were speaking, you spoke about that. I found it really interesting. We just, yeah, just like you were speaking about, like the urban hero and the urban stories. Yeah. And uh, and you know, like that 
those urban stories are kind of disappearing from hindi cinema lately because again like most of the stories have gone to small towns and i feel like nobody like people have completely abandoned yeah. that and uh, and you spoke about how you want to make stuff the kind of stuff that maybe sofia coppola has made yeah. lost in translation and um like is there a specific reason for why you're attracted to those to to that kind of uh, world and i mean besides the fact that you have of course grown up but but uh, and and is there anything on your plate right now that you're working towards so um i think i'm attracted to it just because number one you don't see it at all like you don't see it enough so it would be interesting to kind of put it back out there i also kind of have lived it so i have a deep understanding of it and to kind of bring my own kind of perspective to that work whether it's as a producer or as an actor would be really exciting i think the the film that i'm talking to kabir mehta about um i hope and pray that it sees the light of day um is probably close to to that in that world hmm. uh so that's that's something that i kind of have on my bindra is also a very urban film right it's it's about a uh, uh you know a young man from chandigarh at the end of the day you know hmm. and and he uh, i kind of feel like i've had a very similar kind of upbringing in that sense um hmm. you know his father was is uh, and was a very very powerful and influential businessman Hmm. So Abhinav did kind of grow up in a certain amount of privilege um but he is somebody that strived to have his own identity and in his case it was being an athlete and you know hmm. being India's first olympic gold medalist right um and obviously I'm a creative you hmm. know but uh, I understand a lot of the internal kind of conflicts because I've, I've grown up in that world almost hmm. you know so so Bindra is a very urban film as well yeah hmm Okay, so about the Bindra biopic. Also, uh, I mean, you know, this is a film that you have been working on for such a long time. Right. And uh, and you just told me that you know uh, the film you almost completely reworked the script. Yeah. So can you just talk a little bit about the journey of that film? About how it came to you, why you were attracted to it, and and why you felt the need to make some changes to the film. Yeah. So this has been an excruciatingly long journey. um it came to me in 2016 the script um which was written uh, by kanan ayer at that time okay so i actually read the book which is uh, called a shorter history that uh, has been, has been written by rohit brijnath and i kind of felt like the book and the script didn't really have any similarities as, as such at, at that time i was very intrigued by the book Hmm. Uh I I felt that the book was more honest to Abhinav who Abhinav is and his plight. Hmm. Uh you know and it the book is really an internal kind of monologue uh, very kind of internal kind of uh moody kind of piece about an obsessive athlete and his 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 struggles really. Um so I kind of wanted to kind of create a film that is first a coming of age story and then a sports film later. Hmm. I think a lot of the previous iterations of the script tried to kind of fictionalize it and kind of heighten the drama uh, and kind of add tropes to kind of make it feel a little more commercial in that sense hmm. but I didn't want to take that route hmm. and so it took me many many years to find the right kind of co-creator and the right person to kind of bring this to life and which is why it's taken so long it's it's not the money it's not the financing it's it's hmm. been purely the the creative search for something that will excite people that like my work just how you know bhavesh did for the superhero film athar did kind of for the neo western yeah so yeah yeah uh, do you feel that kyunki mera matlab is cheez ke bare mein bahut strong opinion hai ki india mein na dramas nahi bante matlab it is 
मतलब वन इवन इफ इट्स लाइक द स्मॉल टाउन फिल्म या तो ये नहीं होगा कि अगर वो बहुत सीरियस सब्जेक्ट के बारे में भी होगी ना तो उसके अंदर भी कॉमेडी डालना बहुत इंपॉर्टेंट हो जाता है Right. कि मतलब अभी जो स्मॉल टाउन फिल्म्स भी बनी है इतनी सारी नॉट ड्रामाज लाइक फॉर एग्जांपल इट स्टार्टेड विद फॉर एग्जांपल अ फिल्म लाइक दम लगा के हैशा राइट दैट वाज वन ऑफ द फर्स्ट स्मॉल टाउन फिल्म्स बट इवन इन दैट लाइक देयर वाज अ वेरी क्लियर कॉमेडिक अंडरटोन डू यू फील लाइक इन द यूएस फॉर एग्जांपल और अक्रॉस द वर्ल्ड लाइक देयर इज दिस जॉनरा दैट ड्रामा जॉनरा वेयर इट्स जस्ट अबाउट दिस कैप्चरिंग द कॉन्फ्लिक्ट्स ऑफ कैरेक्टर्स आई थिंक प्रोड्यूसर्स इन इंडिया फील लाइक एंटरटेनमेंट नहीं है यू नो पीपल पीपल विल गेट बोर्ड But um, so the Bindra film is a drama. It's a pure drama. It's a pure drama. It's a pure drama with uh, with elements of coming of age, and it's also a family drama. Hmm. But it's not a melodrama, uh, and that's therein is kind of where the difference is. You know, it's it's in the treatment of uh, of it and the writing of it. Uh, you know, the how nuanced it is, and and kind of how intimate it is, and. you're not really kind of like trying to hit the high notes hmm. it it's really very authentic in that in that sense it it definitely humanizes all of those people hmm. um but it doesn't try and kind of force feed you uh in terms of how you should perceive them hmm kind of leaves it a bit open you know were you also involved in the writing of this film i was very much involved in the direction that the writing went in acha so all of last monsoon i spent on zoom calls with uh, aditya vikram sen gupta reading the book hmm. to him so i would read one chapter of the book hmm. and then we would sit and we would discuss it hmm. i read another chapter and i would sit and that's how he kind of became interested in doing the film because when i first talked to him about doing the film he's like this is not my kind of film but hmm. i'm like you're not fully able to kind of see how like i i i know yeah. when when you know because when you see what what i'm seeing i and i've seen his work yeah this is a match made in heaven in my opinion hmm. you know Hmm. So through those conversations I really and those conversations include kind of just like certain moments or uh, references of other films you know and how hmm. they would kind of fit perfectly kind of with this world that we're trying to create hmm. like foxcatcher is a big one for me oh yes yeah so yeah. so this is foxcatcher is is a but wait uh, in a foxcatcher mein there was a very clear matlab wo characters the aur wo yeah. there was a very clear conflict and you yeah. know and even like, there was crime pawn sacrifice Huh? Pawn sacrifice. Pawn sacrifice there. So those are the films that that yeah. that the, that's the direction that we're heading in. Uh but in an Aditya Vikram film. No, but that's what I'm saying. Way. But th- yeah. but I'm saying that in a film like Foxcatcher for example, yeah. there was something as big as a crime, crime. happening, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the Bindra film, for that matlab the the thing that I am most curious about with respect to the film is that baki sports films mein there are tum ye wali cheeze kar sakte ho ki you have this montage where the character is preparing, right? and you have all of these things tum gaane dal do ye sab cheeze dal do ek romantic angle dal do matlab i am curious and this is just coming from a place of curiosity i'm very excited about the film yeah but uh, but how are you kind of making the film like engaging again for the indian audience because i'm sure that wo wala khayal to aata hoga na when making the indian film bana rahe hain i am very ambitious this this the bindra film i think and uh, you know i really think that it's my going to be my most accessible film oh it's going to have the biggest viewership out of the films that i've done for sure hmm. um and i'm smiling because i i i've read the script and i know why it's taken so long right mm-hmm. it's because the the conflict isn't very obvious mm-hmm. um but yeah man um i would say you know it's like gautam buddha like eventually ultimately left the palace of privileges mm-hmm. and saw the world around him and he realized that he needed to be of help to other people mm-hmm. you know and for me that's that was a big thing with the abhinav bindra story as well 
hmm. is that that here is a man that has grown up in a certain world and hmm. he's very kind of obsessed and focused and obsessive hmm. but what happens after you do it what happens after you win the gold medal and you're 25 years old hmm. you know does that does that complete you do you feel whole do you yeah. feel like you're you're useful to to other people do you feel happy do you feel hmm. like you're a person that people want to be around and um, wow so yeah so it's so some of it is also about his journey after some of it is also about his journey after yeah wow okay interesting it's not yeah it's not 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 your typical hmm. typical film in that sense yeah and how is your uh, shooting uh, the shooting part of it going? i've become pretty good at it man i've been doing it for months now uh, feeling very confident about the skill i uh, we were not going to start shooting before january so um which shooting are you talking about right now <laughs> the actual making the movie we're not going to start making the movie before january so i have some yeah. more time to go back to the range um but that's done i've also like uh, been working with my acting coach jeff goldberg on okay. certain pieces from the bindra film like aditya vikram sen gupta wrote me a monologue uh, a four or five page monologue which may or may not be in the film but he wanted to see me as bindra so it was something that i went and workshopped um with jeff for a couple of weeks and then i called aditya and then i kind of performed it for him Hmm. So that made me feel good because as an actor when you prep that's when you have the most insecurity and it's just complete fear because it's fear of the unknown right every time you start a film you start from zero hmm. it's from scratch you know and it's not like i'm doing films that are similar to to one another hmm. they're all quite different so you feel like a complete novice complete zero every time and the first few steps are the hardest that's where the most self doubt is hmm. so in my opinion i'm i'm an actor that really trusts my acting coaches hmm I have good teachers that I trust so I'm okay to fail in front of them. Hmm. Because as an actor it's very important to fail in preparation. You know, you 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 have to trust the person sitting in front of you to give you advice in terms of what direction you should take it in hmm. or what are some of the mistakes that you're making uh, or maybe you can kind of rethink your approach. Hmm. Um because once you kind of decide to almost goes in a certain direction you know uh, i think that's very key to make that choice you know. Hmm. Uh it's a lot about choices right like for example yeah. um there are so in every situation in life there are so many ways that you can decide to kind of navigate things right like for example mm. if you're trying to get something from someone you can either be very angry and almost make them feel intimidated so they give it to you mm. or you can be like really loving and caring mm. and you know try and make them understand why you need this thing that you're trying to take from them or you can just be charismatic and try and kind of charm them into giving you this thing Hmm. but the purpose is you still can't take this thing right yeah so that's ultimately like what what your intention is hmm. but but the way that you do it 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 can be there are so many approaches that you can take you know and yeah. so like there's this thing in that we studied in in acting school it's called intention and action right hmm. so so for example now i'm telling you something about my life hmm. right i'm sharing an experience with you hmm. that is the action hmm. but the emotion could be passion I'm not trying to be passionate. It's just what's coming out of me very honestly playing in that action of sharing something about my life with you. Yeah. And so you 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 know so I I and I that's something I find really interesting is you never really choose to play happy. You never choose to play sad. Yeah. You know uh um maybe I I you know let's say for example I I I did something bad, you know, and I have guilt. But I'm not ready to open up. Hmm. I can conceal. Right. So if you come and ask me, you know, like you know, you somebody stole this last was it you? And I'm like not opening up. I'm very kind of withdrawn about it. My action that I'm playing is concealing, but I can also be sad at the same time. 
Right. So, so like those are the the things that you kind of when I go in with Jeff, we kind of make those choices. The material dictates those choices. Hmm. Uh, right. So that's one part of it. Then the other part of it is like like your own kind of uh, experiences and memories, right? Hmm. For example, if there's a monologue and you know I've identified kind of at this one part that this character is getting a bit emotional. Hmm. I've not lived his experiences. I've lived my own. Hmm. So I will try and draw from my own experiences at that moment hmm. and hope that it kind of incites that emotional hmm. reaction. Hmm. Maybe somebody broke my heart. You know, maybe he's talking about how it's difficult for him to pick up a gun again because of certain trauma or whatever. But for me, I'm going to use the emotion that I kind of is, is um, comes alive in me from from my experiences and try and kind of use it at that moment. You know, hmm. really concentrate on that. that memory of mine yeah so so there there are all of these different things and then there's also the actual method of it which is going to the wali shooting range picking up the gun going right. to meet abhinav bindra you know studying some of his mannerisms like abhinav does this thing where he he like roll his eyes like you know so like right. so as something i don't do but that comes last that's like the sprinkling on top of the the hmm. dish if you will hmm. you know so there are these like different 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 like these small little elements that you can't kind of start piecing together hmm. one by one you know it's and and it's all really dictated by the material where the right. plot thickens as you're playing a real life person right so it it's it's not completely fictional so once you're fully prepared hmm. only once you're fully prepared i was thinking of the mannerisms and the voice the, so I, i think the filmmaker and i will really kind of decide, decide as to how far you want to take it because you've ah. seen in a lot of films it also becomes like mimicry yeah which for is example not, in the what's that film uh about uh, edward snowden i haven't seen snowden it's it's called okay. snowden only okay. it has a who's that actor yaar ha joseph gordon levitt yeah to wo mimicry hai puri usme hai ki matlab he has it's the exact same voice matlab it's you know kudos to him yeah, that he can pull that off yeah yeah matlab exact same the mannerism but it it does come across as mimicry yeah. for sure so um, so yeah so um let's see let's see kind of where we kind of go with it but i think ultimately the 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 idea is to kind of for it to feel authentic for the for people to feel like this is abhinav or like a version of abhinav hmm. and then for it to be moved you know what i mean that's ultimately uh the most there has to be truth to it that's hmm. the most important thing you know hmm. so so very excited to build this this character hmm. up and you know. bro tell me something so yeah. if for example because you were you were just talking about how you aren't specifically attracted to Playing character in a film set in a small town, for example, you would would you ever play a small town hero? Absolutely, but I would have to do it under the supervision of a director that I completely trust. अच्छा okay. Absolutely, I think I'm I'm I have a versatile kind of look in that sense, but hmm. I need to do it uh, under the supervision of somebody that I really. Would trust. you do something like Vasipur? I don't know, you know, because I just think that there's so many people that could do it better. अच्छा राइट सो सो माय होल थिंग इज दैट व्हाई शुड आई फोर्स फिट माय सेल्फ इनटू समथिंग दैट आई नो पीपल कैन विल कम टू देम लाइक दे दे बी मोर ऑथेंटिक दैट्स व्हाई यू नो सो लाइक बट फॉर एग्जांपल आई थिंक इन अ फिल्म लाइक रे सॉरी इन अ फिल्म लाइक स्पॉटलाइट और इवन इन थार आई थिंक दैट दैट्स आई कैन ब्रिंग अ लॉट ऑफ माय सेल्फ टू इट एंड इट्स नॉट लाइक आई हैव द सेम एक्सपीरियंसेस दैट दैट पर्सन इन थार यू नो व्हाट आई मीन बट आई जस्ट फील लाइक दैट्स समथिंग दैट फिट्स which is why casting directors exist you know i think that in india also we have this weird thing that you know you're a star you should be able to do do everything i, yeah. I don't believe that that's true you mm. know I, i think that 
you have to also pick your roles intelligently mm. in order to really kind of I don't know man bring some authenticity yeah. to them but ab to kafi sahi hai matlab casting ki wajah se because the casting direction the whole uh, industry has been working so well because that uh, so many great actors uh, young actors have come up now jinko opportunity mil rahi hai i saw the show recently i don't know if you saw it it's called school of lies i have i've heard about it i saw your piece on it yeah it's pretty good yaar and usme matlab chote chote bacche hain usme chote chote bacche and they are acting so well yeah aur kafi sahi hai matlab and that casting people are really like scouting sure. uh, small towns etc and finding these kids sure it's pretty good yeah i heard nimrit is in it right yeah yeah is there a sh- I are you planning uh, or are you fascinated by television by so I really like the idea of long format I've never done it uh just to kind of see what you can kind of do with a character over that course huh. of time um there was something I wanted to do that quite didn't materialize but I am talking to a filmmaker now um that did a, a really good show that I'll tell you off the record that um sure, sure. but it's very early days you know So I I may want to do a lot of stuff but it's also the, like when is the stuff going to get made you know that's the Hmm what are your favorite shows I like Trial by Fire I like okay. Delhi Crime Trial by Fire I feel like it's something that's tied up your alley yeah, it's exactly. exactly the very constrained very constrained yeah and uh, yeah stylistically and a lot of visual ingenuity yeah so I really like um, Prashant Prashant right? yes America I really like Prashant's work. I really like Trial by Fire. I like Sacred Game season one. I like uh, Delhi Crime both seasons. Hmm. I like um, any name some shows. A uh, class. No, American also you can say. Yeah. So all these Indian shows I really love. Hmm. Class also I really found it very entertaining. Yeah. I knew I knew what Osh I know Oshim so I knew what to yeah. expect. Um, American shows. You know, I'm not a big fan of like Game of Thrones and stuff. Actually, you are. Yeah, that's not really my thing. It's I'm not a big, I'm not big on like fantasy and. And Breaking Bad type. Breaking Bad, yeah, Breaking Bad I like, but I'm trying to think of um, shows that I really. I saw you spoke about the Idol a bit recently. Dude, I love the Idol, man. That's yeah. that's completely down my alley. Kafi polarizing show. Yeah, yeah, I love the Idol. Like Euphoria. I love Euphoria. I like um True Detective season 1 oh, and 2. So good. Uh so I like the moody. I like something when it's got a very kind of individualistic perspective. Hmm. The, the, this is why I also like the Idol is because Sam Levinson whether you love him or you hate him, hmm. he's got a way of looking at the world. Hmm. Maybe that's the male gaze, but that's his choice. So if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. You know what I'm trying to say? Why does it have to become this whole like I you know like Are we not allowed? Are people not allowed to make what they want to make? Is this? Is it what it, that is that? You know, because I feel like now people are not even judging the material. It's just the person, and what that person has said and done, and you know, it's hmm. so, living in a very very kind of sensitive time. I really I really like the idol. Um, you know, I, I think that he's a visually unbelievable Sam Levinson. Hmm. So exciting his use of music, the performances that he gets from his actors. Never seen Leroy step that good. in anything. Yeah. Um I actually like what the what the weekend did it. You know, I I I, hmm. I I'm not so Weekend was great and Uncut Gems also. Is yeah, Uncut Gems? Yeah, I love Uncut Gems. <laughs> so Isn't I don't know funny. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know why people are so outraged by it. I know that Amy Simetz was supposed to do it. Yeah, I think people also but a lot of people also did not like the show in general. Like yeah, maybe that's show. that's fair. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I think if you don't like something, you don't like something, you know, but like if you're walking through a gallery and you don't like a painting, you just walk past it. Yeah. You know, you're not sta- sitting there for like hours and like 
you know like what what did, why 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 hate so much just yeah, just right. move on there's a lot of things that i don't like you don't see me complaining constantly you know why are you wasting your energy i just feel like people also like hate for the sake of hating because it just i don't know it makes them feel like closer to the closer to the people or whatever hmm. they feel good about it I, i don't really i don't really get that but i think so much time on social media hmm. is just uh, people just go on there to hate you know it's crazy to me yeah um So so yeah so I really like the idol I like Euphoria I like uh, True Detective True Detective season 1 um what else there's so many shows I used to love Entourage when it was on Oh yeah and um I loved uh, uh, the the Amanda Seyfried uh, show about um, Lovely Snow Dropout Achcha achcha Dropout oh dropout. yes yeah I loved uh, the WeWork show with Jared Leto and Anna Oh Karen. yes we crashed we crashed so i'm so see see i'm somebody that watches everything i nice. watch pathan i'll watch hmm. uh, some obscure film from europe but then hmm. i'll also watch all the american television hmm. so i'm not one of those people that doesn't watch i'm aware of absolutely everything and i'm also aware of the business and the math behind hmm. films right but it's just that i choose to just do what i what i believe hmm. in So I think people might see me as somebody that's kind of a bit insular and unaware, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard for them to imagine somebody that's aware but still chooses to do what mm. I do. Um, but that's just who I am, you know. Mm. And I, I don't feel like I've, I'm in the mood to be anybody else mm. uh, and live like some sort of alternate kind of reality where I'm some, you know, fabricated version of what people want to see. I think. Yeah. The the world is anyway too artificial for another one of those. Hmm. Um, those people so do you think that uh, it is important for people to watch a lot of or consume a lot of content or consume a lot of art read a lot of books in order to become better artists themselves especially if they are let's say filmmakers actors do you think they should watch a lot of stuff i mean you know i i would think so i would think so i think if you're an actor you can get away with maybe not if you're just like maybe you have like a theater background let's say for example yeah. or or you're just somebody that's very kind of gifted in terms of tapping into certain emotional uh, uh wells within you and 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 hmm. uh, uh you really understand the human condition hmm. right you can then get away with not being a cinephile but i think if you're like a maker yeah you got to you got to i think it's it's also like it keeps you as you age it's hmm. very important to watch everything that's made so you don't lose touch hmm so my father's done right tries despite his very busy schedule to yeah he watches watch a lot of films that people recommend yeah if he's doing a film he'll spend a lot of time watching certain references nice watching a lot of actors and their work um uh, etc i love barry oh yeah, yes i love barry season 1 and season 2 um see succession again i You know I I saw about a season and a half of it and then I just lost my way. Oh really? I don't know. I know I know that it's become this thing where people are almost outraged if you've not seen all four seasons. But <laughs> I I just No but but I have I a lot of people who yeah did not watch past the first season. Hmm. I I think it's um it's phenomenally acted and very well written. Huh. Um but I don't know sometimes you just can't put your finger on it you know something Maybe maybe yeah. so the bilkul hi wo fly on the wall wali filmmaking is Exactly yeah, yeah like in a comedic sense modern family was a bit similar with that documentary kind of yeah, like yeah. approach but I like to be moved by somebody's craft Hmm I like to be moved by a visual artist as well 
which is why I, I'm a big fan of Aditya Vikram Sen Gupta, which is why I'm a big fan of Oshim Aluvalia. Because, like, even Miss Lovely is another film I didn't mention. Yeah. Unbelievable craft. So Unbelievable craft. So, yeah. he, these makers are taking you to a time and a place and they're making you feel like you're there. It's like reading yeah. a book. Yeah. It's like you can, you know, um, uh, and even Vikram's kind of work has, has that feeling sometimes. Yeah. It's where you're kind of being transported to a time and a place. Um, and I think that, that, that that's remarkable. And I, I love uh, Miss Lovely as well because it's a Bombay story. Hmm. Uh, and I love um, um, yeah, even Trial by Fire because I'm not Delhi, I'm not a Delhi guy. Yeah. But it makes you feel that you are in the that city. You're in, the, you're in there. That's what I told Prashant when I spoke to him. Is yeah. like, because I've grown up going to Chandan and Getty Galaxy as well. Right. I grew up before the multiplex era. Correct. So I'm somebody that's kind of grown up watching films in single screens when I was very young. To then the Cinemax and then the PVRs and then the streaming and home video. So when I watch Trial by Fire, I know what it feels. I feel like I'm in that single screen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm transported to that time of place. I feel like I'm a part of that Delhi suburban home yeah. where this government official can come and like threaten my Correct. my life. Yeah, yeah. And I feel I can feel the energy and the intimacy of that. You know, in, in Miss Lovely, you can tell that Oshim is somebody that's grown up in that at that yeah. in that time in Bombay. And he has a you know, and I, I really like that sense. So even with uh, Labor of Love, yeah, I've never seen Calcutta or felt. I feel Bikuru like. Teen, Exactly, right? So you you know you get yeah. that kind of sense of place. But Liver of Love also really captures the city very well. I, I mean I'm yet to see a film that's just the craft is just the sound design is just unbelievable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, And to have a film that it almost completely plays in silences. Yeah, yeah. To make it work. And I mean there is still a huge fan base of that film in India, you know? Yeah. Festival circuit where heke Right. You know. So yeah, it's it's pretty insane. Yeah, I um I did watch Junaki as well. I I really like the craft of it. Obviously not as accessible, but Yeah, yeah. So fascinating. But yeah, uh so thank you so much, yeah, Harsh. Thank you. Yeah. But and uh, we'll check out Harsh's okay, closet. Come. Uh but yeah, Harsh has an amazing DVD and uh, Blu-ray collection and we'll go check that out. Yeah, let's do that. And uh you can recommend film recommend karna logo. Maybe और फिर हर्ष उसमें से पांच छह मेरे को देने वाले हैं आज धन्यवाद